Hey y'all, welcome back to another episode of Chats from the Blog Cabin, the show where I invite people into the blog cabin to chat about life. I'm Melissa and I'm your host. Today we're chatting with Lauren from Joyworthy. It's a company based in Raleigh, North Carolina, but also she has she has dreams of branching out her company into other spots in North Carolina as well. If you're wondering what Joyworthy is, it's basically it's a website you can go to if you're in the Raleigh area, even if you're not in the Raleigh area. Um, she offers does offer some online classes as well, but it's where you can go and just kind of get some stress and some frustrations out. She offers macrame um, weaving, painting classes, blogging classes, which I actually teach. So I'm going to full disclosure there. I actually teach her blogging classes, um, how to make a charcuterie board and other things like that. Really cool stuff that, you know, just to kind of get your frustration. She launched this during COVID. So it's been a real step and leap of faith for her. So I hope you really enjoy her story. She's just such a joy to work with. She is such a joy to chat with and she just makes you feel better. So you know what I need you to do right now? That's right. Start listening. Welcome back to another edition of Chats from the Blog Cabin. I'm so excited to bring Lauren here today. But before we get into it, um, I wanted to share a quote because it is I'm doing uh, every day this month of March. I'm doing in supporting women, women empowerment every single solitary day. There's a new episode live uh, on the podcast. And I wanted to share a quote by Coco Chanel, which I think kind of embodies you as well, Lauren. It says, a girl should be two things, who and what she wants. I love that. That's actually one of my very favorite quotes. Well, I'm so glad I picked it out for today. (laughs) Because honestly, you've empowered me so much. And I don't think you even know how much you've empowered me by reaching out. And so before we get into our story about how we met, tell us who Lauren is. Uh, So for a long time, I think I didn't know. And I was just kind of going through the motions of life, doing everything that I was taught I was supposed to be doing. Uh, I built a family and bought a house and moved to the suburbs. And uh, I had a nine to five, Monday through Friday, great career. Um, Nothing against optometry, but just didn't let a fire inside me. And uh, finally into my 30s, I think I found out who I was. And I started Joyworthy Co. Uh, to do that, I got a divorce, sold my house, and uh, I just live a totally different lifestyle now. But uh, it really took me a lot of courage and a lot of years to figure out what makes me happy. And then I really wanted to spread that joy and share it with others. So Joyworthy is a creative workshop 
that uh, is so much more to me than a creative workshop because it's a safe space for people to come and chat and be themselves. They're not themselves like you say, hi, how are you? I'm fine. How are you? But, but they're authentic, real self where they can come and they can say, like, today wasn't the best, but I'm really glad I'm here. And then they can forget the outside world for a minute and enjoy art, food, community, friendship. Um, it's just a really special place to me. And I'm, I'm so happy that you're a part of it now. Yeah, I'm so happy too. Now tell me, what yeah. was the turning point that you decided this is, I'm not happy and I need to do something else different? Uh, so I don't think it was as much of a turning point as like a seven year journey. <laughs> a friend wow. of mine was actually, she was so funny. She said the other day, she said, do you remember when we were sitting at Mellow Mushroom and you first told me about your idea? It didn't have a name back then. It wasn't called Joyworthy. It was just like, it was just my daydream. And she was like, and you told me you wanted to start this. She was like, how have we, between the two of us had three kids now and this is just starting. <laughs> so it's uh it's been a long time coming i think it was step by step that i over the years really figured out that the things that i thought i wanted weren't what i wanted i love that so it was like a gradual movement toward it, it wasn't like a one aha moment that it's just like i wish it was wouldn't that be easier if you could just like wake up and be like yes got it yep <laughs> it would be so much easier <laughs> <laughs> We all need that. So why did you create Joy Worthy? Like you said before, you was a, a community where women or anybody basically could come together and, and do classes together. Why did, why did you decide to create it though? Uh, so I knew I loved a couple things in life. I, I really love people. I really love and honor my friendships. And um, I, I have three friends in particular who have become so much family to me. And I think every woman out there has like her tribe or her support group. Um, and I, I wanted somehow to introduce people to one another and create those bonds authentically. And I think sometimes it's really hard in today's world to be able to find that and feel comfortable talking to each other. And so um, I also love art and I wanted to include that. I I'm a huge foodie. So food was like, there. it was a no brainer. We had to have food. I have food at almost every class. Even if we paint, I usually bring food. <laughs> and I, <laughs> I just think those things make people feel more comfortable. I always know I feel better when I have, when I'm eating and talking with someone like over, even if it's like me and you and we have coffee, coffee. it just, it makes a different vibe, a different atmosphere for the people included. And I wanted it to be a really comfortable way for people uh, to just come together. And those are the things I love. So I thought if I love them, maybe other people will love it too. So when, when you started your business, did you ever have any doubts where like, oh, this isn't going to work? Or were you already like, um, it's going to work. I'm going to make it work. Every day. Every day. <laughs> it's uh, I think the biggest thing, uh, the biggest fear with starting Joyworthy was just fear. Like I, I was afraid of everything. I was afraid of, of failing. I was afraid of failing at my marriage. I was afraid of failing 
at being like a good parent. And I was afraid of failing in my career. Um, and a lot of those things, a lot of that fear was just holding me back from actually being happy. Mm-hmm. And so I, I still have the fear that like doesn't go away, but I've learned to use it as a tool. And now when I wake up and I'm fearful, that's okay. I'm like, look how far it's come. And it's, we've been living in a pandemic and we're surviving. Mm-hmm. It's okay. Like, and yeah. if I fail, the worst thing that has happened is that I tried. Like I'm nowhere else. I'm not farther down than I used to be. I just have tried, which mm-hmm. I think, I think looking back now, I wish I had have started sooner. <laughs> Isn't that <laughs> always hard? Like, man, if I knew what now, what I knew then, or what I knew, if I knew then what I know now, I would have started sooner. Isn't that how we always are, though? I think you probably feel the same way, right? Totally. Yeah. Totally. Um, I love what you do and how inspiring you are. And I've seen so many cool women come on your show and I have like girl crushes. Like I see your ads and I'm like, oh, I love her. <laughs> Girl crushes, that cracks me up. So when you decided to create Your Worthy, um, how did you go about finding instructors? And Because I know how our story is, and we'll talk about our story in a minute. But how did you go about finding instructors and deciding what you wanted them to teach? Uh, So most people already had a skill or a talent. Just like you, you already had a blog. You already had something in place. And I really utilize social media. I I found most of the instructors on Instagram or on Facebook. A few I've met face-to-face or um, just while I'm hosting another class, they've attended a workshop and suddenly come to teach with me. Yeah, it's really fun. But uh, I think it's like spirits that I'm most attracted to, women empowering women. Um, We have a wonderful community of all lady instructors right now. And I'm telling you, these are powerful, powerful women. I am in awe of each one every day. Um, Some are owning storefronts now. They've built huge followings. They are so talented. I've taken a couple classes myself um, just to learn different skills. Like I took a macrame class a few weeks ago with Bella Ruth Co. Um, She's Kat is one of our instructors and she owns this cool company that does macrame. And honestly, I thought it would be easy. I'm not going to lie. I, I, I feel like I did a disrespect to her, her talent by thinking it was going to be that easy. And I took the class. I'm not kidding. Melissa. I took the class. It was so hard. It was so <laughs> challenging. It was so challenging. And I have, I took my own artwork down in my office. And I hung up this macrame hanger because I'm so proud that I even finished the damn thing. It was amazing. (laughs) Like hanging up, I could not be more proud. My blood, sweat, and tears went into this macrame. And I have such an appreciation now for all of these women doing different things. Because behind the scenes, what they do, a lot of them like me are solo entrepreneurs, which means they do everything. They do their own marketing. They do their own social media. They do their own supplies, their inventory, their craft. They parent in between all of this. And literally, when we get a ticket sale, when any of us get a ticket sale, yourself included, 
we all do this little happy dance behind the scenes. Like there's a real person who you're supporting when you buy one of the tickets to Joy Worthy and she is dancing. She's like so happy that you bought a ticket and you, you want to learn whatever it is that she does. So what classes do you offer? So it's a, it's constantly rotating and ever changing because we have new people coming in and out. Um, but I'll try to give you a lineup for spring. So we have right now we have wreath making, we have charcuterie design, we have intro to acrylic paint pouring, we have a paint pouring 102 where we've added crushed glass and glitter. Because I mean, who doesn't love glitter? Yeah, I know. I'm super excited about it. Um, we're just introducing new plant classes. So um, we're doing macrame plant hanger. We're also doing terrariums. Uh, we're doing a snake plant class. And then let's see, and hammer jewelry. Hammer jewelry is new too. Wow, you got a lot. A yeah, lot of times. And, and of course, intro to blogging. Yes. And let's talk about how we met. Because honestly, <laughs> you weren't even on my radar and you like DM'd me in my Instagram. And I'm like, I wasn't even following. I didn't even know you existed. And you DM'd me. And I was like, should I do this? So I screenshot it and sent it to a friend of mine. And she's like, absolutely. You've been wanting to do this for years. This is your, your chance to do it. I love how I came across you. Um, I was really in the market for someone to do blogging because we've had a lot of interest in it. People ask me and I, I don't do it. So mm -hmm. I was like, I can't teach you that. I don't know how, but I will try to find you somebody who can, and you happen to pop up on my Google list. I was looking for inspirational. What I typed into my Google was inspirational female blogger. And there you were. Wow. <laughs> and that was what? Let's see. We were supposed to teach one in November, but things happen. We're not going to go into that. But um, but then December, and it's been since then. I've been teaching what two classes now a month for you yeah, online. And we have a new one for you too: how to make money in blogging, which has yep. been uh, super cool. I think I need to attend one of your classes as well. One of the best things about working with Joyworthy is just being immersed into like ever learning. I love to learn. Yeah, I knowledge about different things is so much fun for me. Yeah, and who knows? It may be something that you do on your worthy website for blogging. You know, I, I know I might need to introduce a little something. Yeah, maybe I'll have you do it. You're better at it than I am. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Um, so, why did you decide to focus more on the arts types and the plants types of things, and then as opposed to something like Spanish or things like that? Uh, so Joy Worthy is meant to unplug you from everything that's going on in society from right now, COVID and politics. And oh, maybe it's work that's like your oppressor right now. You have too many emails to respond to or the kids are having a feeling overwhelmed. It's meant to be a two hour workshop that breaks you free of everything, helps you find your creative flow, connects you with friends, enjoy some good food, maybe some wine, and you just forget the outside world. So I wanted it to be uh, fun and a learning experience, but I also wanted it to be a way to just kind of forget everything. And um, in art, there's something called flow. And when you find your flow, you are completely in the moment, mm -hmm. which means you're not thinking of the past. You're not thinking 
of the future. You're right there. You get to enjoy being right there. Um, and it's, it's actually a scientific term. So um, when you are able to create and make, it uses a different part of your brain and it allows you to access just being here, just being here in the moment. And I think sometimes we don't get that no. in our every day. Like we try, but it's really hard. It's harder than people realize because you're being pulled in so many different directions. Um, and your, your work wants something from you or your spouse wants something from you. Or your kids want things from you. Um, life is very demanding. Just feeding yourself, clothing yourself, sleeping. It, you've already got demands the moment you wake up, regardless of the people around you. It's nice to take a little break. Do something for you. Yeah, that is so true. Now, Obviously, you had to have a lot of confidence to start this business. So what would you tell other women that are actually starting their business, especially during COVID? Because you you basically launched, didn't you, <laughs> during COVID? Uh, okay, so I started a month before, and this is when no one had any idea that COVID was coming. Um, so my first workshop was pre-COVID, and then um, the very next month, everything shut down. Everything. And uh, I got to say, I don't know that if I had known about COVID, if things would have been different or not, but I'm glad I did it. COVID turned out to be a huge blessing. I got to host smaller classes where I actually got to know people mm. and, and talk to them and find out about them instead of bigger classes where I don't think I would have had that connection. Uh, so to women, uh, to answer your question, to women wanting to start something, it's worth it. Whatever it is, it's going to be worth it. Whether you succeed at it, whether you fail at it, whatever it is that you want to do, just trust your gut, trust your own self. If it doesn't make sense for society, I mean, you're not living for them. You live for you. Mm -hmm. so go do it because you, you only have this one life and you don't want to look back at it and say, gosh, I wish I I wish I tried it. I wish I, I just tried. Um, I hear so many women who come up to me and they're like, I'm, I'm so proud of you. And I think to myself, like, you are? Because <laughs> me? But I just, I woke up one day really tired of, of not doing everything that I really love that makes me happy. I realized I hadn't painted in years and I, I hadn't really taken the time to enjoy my food. I was eating it cold because I was letting my kids eat hot food. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and I, I just realized that everyone deserves that. Everyone deserves to take a couple hours out of a week and have hot food or have be able to paint or do things that bring them joy, connect with a friend. I, I was living my life through all of these emails and work, and I wasn't seeing my friends and family like I wanted to. Um, and I just, I wanted a space where people could do all those things. And I love how, especially with COVID and when COVID hit, people were looking for things to do to keep their mind off all the stress of being home all the time and being something creative. You know, people were getting into hobbies more, getting into walking more, getting into doing all these different activities. So I think you kind of just, the door opened for you a lot more. Am I correct? So at first, people were really scared to come out. So that it, the door closed and then reopened. 
But I think um, eventually Joyworthy kind of became the underground of COVID, like somewhere to go when everything else wasn't open. I mean, we, we still were very safe. We used gloves and masks and social distance. But it was kind of a safe haven where you could regain a little sanity from, you know, being on your Zoom calls all day or being stuck in your apartment wearing your pajamas. Like so many women have come to classes and they'll say, I'm so happy to wear real clothes. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, me too. I love it. I love when I can wear clothes. And put on makeup and actually fix your hair instead of pulling it up in a ratty ponytail. Exactly. The bun only works for so many months. I mean, at one point, at one point, you're like, I'm tired of being the lazy, the weekend, like we normally look on the weekends when we're cleaning the house and stuff. I'm tired of looking like that now. I want to get dressed. And that's totally opposite. Yeah, it's, uh, it's so funny how many social norms have started to move and shift during this. It's, uh, I, I think it's kind of nice, actually. It's a weird, um, it's a weird blessing, I think, COVID has been. And I, I know some people don't maybe see it that way, but I think we all needed to slow down a little bit mm -hmm. and start just appreciating other things. We were really in a fast paced journey where we were all working. Yeah, I mean, at least I was, I was working 50 to 60 hours a week mm -hmm. uh, with no downtime. And I know a lot of people out there are in the same situation and then they come home and they have home life too. Mm -hmm. And so just taking a break during COVID, I know everybody got cabin fever at the end, but um, I, I think maybe a blessing in disguise. So you brought up a good point about juggling home life. How do you juggle? Because you said you have a, a kid and we talked before your little boy, who's what, six now. So how do you juggle owning your own business, being there, handling things, plus handling him as well? Sometimes it's, amazing and I handle it really well and then some days I feel like I'm drowning and, <laughs> and I don't handle it well but a lot of it right now is being able to forgive myself when I have good and bad days um, and and also just sharing with him what I do I'm a single parent um, so it's just me and him uh, and he as described by his own pediatrician is my tiny ride or die which is describes us perfectly. He, uh, he comes to a lot of workshops with me. So if you come to a joy worthy workshop that's in person, chances are you will get to meet him. And um, one of the things that I really wanted to integrate into joy worthy, and is really important to me is that kids in the workplace don't have to be separate. We don't have to separate everything as moms. Um, and I think for years, we've been taught that we have to or that it's really important to keep our home life separate from our work life. And I really think that was killing me. I, I wanted to spend time with my kid and uh, I, he's so important to me. He's, he's my reason for pretty much everything in life. And, uh, and I see other parents, especially friends of mine who go to work and they feel really pulled between, do I excel in my career or do I excel at motherhood? And I didn't want that to be a part of what I did if I started my own company. So he comes with me. He's a part of it. He hands out business cards. He gives people hand sanitizer. He checks them in at the desk. And he, he loves most of it. So it's, it's really fun that he gets to be a part of what I do now instead of having to leave him at daycare or somewhere else. 
And plus two, it probably helps him appreciate you a little bit more of what you do and gives him a worth at ethic so that when he gets older, he'll know what the value of a dollar is as well. I hope so. I hope it's a, a good experience for him. He really loves the art classes. He's uh, he's very artistic. And if you can't tell, I'm very, very proud of him. Yeah, no, you can totally tell that. <laughs> And I like the way you said the pediatrician says you're tiny, ride or die, because I love that. He definitely is. He's my tiny, ride or die, for sure. <laughs> so when you were thinking about starting your business, you obviously had thoughts of, okay, how am I going to, so you said you're a single parent, how am I going to support him by keeping this business going as well? You know, did the financial thing even across your mind? Did you crunch numbers or did you just say, I'm going so for it? I did not have any savings when I started this, um, which I think for for me personally ha has been really refreshing to actually see it be able to work with as little money as I did mm -hmm. have. And for any lady out there who's thinking of starting something, um, you can do it no matter what you, you have to work with. Uh, I started it with the money that I got from selling my house which was not much money, by the way. I had enough to pay off my car and to live on for a couple of months and to invest in building a website. And that was basically it. From there, um, it needed to work on its own really quickly. And so I just kind of took a leap of faith. Um, it was something that I really, really wanted to do. And I thought to myself, you know what, if I fail, the worst that can happen is I go back to a nine to five job. Mm. And if I succeed, I'm just going to be really happy with every single month that it survives. <laughs> so it was kind of <laughs> That's a great attitude to look at. Like a baby bird. I just was like hoping and praying that I could nurture it and it would grow. Yeah, I love that. I mean, honestly, you had to have a lot of faith to, to hope in that it works out and say, okay, I'm just going to take this leap of faith. And if it happens, it happens. If it doesn't, it doesn't. But I don't want to ever look at it and say, I didn't try to do it. It's a, I, I still debate whether I had like this kind of quarter life crisis or it was brilliant. I don't know yet. We'll see in the, like the next 10 years. So stay tuned. Maybe you can have me back on the blog later. See what happens. <laughs> yeah, you never know. I mean, you can blow up so much that celebrities are taking your classes. Are, your, are the crushes that you've seen me post about taking your classes? Would that not be awesome? So if any um, celebrity is watching this right now and you want to come to a class or host a class, I, I may pass out. Yeah, that, that would be like, that would be the most amazing thing ever. But I mean, the women, the women that I work with already, some of them, I feel like they're celebrities, to me at least, because right now, social media, uh, you could just kind of blow up and be like a social media celebrity, which is crazy to me that we live in um, this world where you never meet a person, but you start following them, you start a connection with them. And then suddenly you feel like you know them. So when you see him, I don't know if you've done this, but you see someone in public and you're like, oh my God, I know her. And you call her like the name of her blog or the name of her, <laughs> of her Instagram. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think the very first time I actually did an influencer, not the first time, but 
like a couple of years ago, when I, right after I got the blog cabin. Um, mm -hmm. Someone came up to me and said, oh, you're the woman that blog cabin, did not know my name, but knew that I was creating. Yeah. <laughs> and I had, you know, I hadn't completely finished it yet, but I was creating that illusion and it's just showing bits and pieces of the journey on Instagram. And they were like, say, they even told me, I am stalking your Instagram because I want to see how it turns out. Oh, that's amazing. So you I never know that. what social media can do. I think it's so great that we have, I mean, it's, it's kind of a double-edged sword in society because if you get sucked into social media, it can be unhealthy, but it, it's also, you're able to use it as a great tool if you use it the right way to connect to other people and mm -hmm. to market yourself. And uh, honestly, a lot of it's free. Yep. So that's another great tip for any woman um, who's inspiring to start their own business, doesn't have a lot of money right now, uh, get on social media, promote yourself and your product and um, help people feel connected to you. That's how we met, me and yep. you. Yep, exactly. You yes, I love it. Like I said, you slid into my DMs <laughs> who you were. And I was like, well, you know what? I've always wanted to teach a blogging class. And I'd actually started like, it's really funny thing. I actually started like March, April. I took a course with Nikki Koziars. I don't know if you know who she is. She is a, she's a Christian writer and she's got a book coming out tomorrow. But um, she, my one thing was one of the things it was called. That was the course. And basically the course was like, okay, for five weeks, we're going to focus on what your one thing is, what God's telling you to do. And so I was like, had written the list, like being more organized and all this stuff. But in the whole time, these other ladies were coming on and they were talking before she got to me, they were talking about what they wanted to do. And I kid you not, at least three other ladies on that call before she got to me said they wanted to start a blog. And I'm like, Okay, God, I hear you. So, so I had already done a blogging mentoring group just to kind of help women along. And then when you mm -hmm. came up with the opportunity to teach, and like I said, I wasn't even following you and you came up, hey, will you teach? And that's when I asked you, how did you find me? Because <laughs> I was curious how people found me. And you, the same story you gave me was the same story you gave me then was you just searched inspirational female bloggers and I came up, which I, I didn't know that. I got to go search it now. But, you know, honestly, yeah, I'm so glad we were connected because there was a little snafu, snafu at the beginning that literally had me in tears because I didn't think you wanted to work with me because of everything that went on. But no, you were like, no, let's just just scrap this class and let's go on and move. And we like converse back and forth across emails. And you're always, I'm like, I'm going to stand by my commitments. I'm not going to back out on anything, but let's see if we can make it work. And we've always been really open and honest with each other. And I think that's what makes a relationship as well. Yeah. I love the, I mean, I think everything happens for a reason. You know, we had the other teacher who was going to teach our blog classes she got busy with work and family life and couldn't do it. And so that's why I was on this avid search to find one kind of in a pinch. And uh, I, I was just amazed when I found you and you were so perfect. I was like, this is great. And she wants to do it because I was kind of holding my breath too. I was like, I don't know if she's going to want to do this. It's short notice. So um, for those of you watching who don't know, Melissa did her first class with less than a week's notice. Um, she was filling in for another instructor um, who at the time couldn't do a blogging class. 
Um, and we already had some people sign up. So uh, Melissa stepped in and was like my hero, which <laughs> was great. <laughs> so thank you for kind of coming on board on a whim. And then it's, it's become a thing now. We've had a like a growing friendship out of it. And you've had a lot of people you've been able to help. I know I've gotten emails from people saying, I took the class. Um, Melissa was so attentive and patient. And she walked me through every single step of everything, um, which is, I think, a huge compliment when someone reaches out and emails after a class and says anything wonderful. I'm like, Yes. Yeah, because when, when I teach, not to go into it, but when I teach, I teach like we're having a conversation right now. It's like, I'm not going to be up there telling everybody everything. I'm going to let you input. I'm going to, do you have questions? Do you have this? Because I know when the blogging world, especially, you can get so bogged down in so much stuff that you can get overwhelmed. So mine's like super simple, super easy. If you have questions, let's chat about them now. And then they also get that Zoom call follow-up too because most of my classes are online where they can go back and look at what they That's really because I feel like some people you know are a little nervous to take a class online because they don't know if they're going to be able to ask questions or interact with the instructor and most people at home if they do take an online class just sit and watch mm -hmm. like you would television and yours is so special because you don't do that you have that time with them, that interaction that is so important. And uh, picking instructors for Joyworthy, I make sure that every single instructor has kind of your spirit and embodies that type of personality that wants to interact, that wants to learn about who they're working with and teach from a perspective of, do you have questions? What can I help with? What is it you're hoping to gain from this time? And they also, if you've come to an in-person class or if you haven't, every instructor is so hands-on and so excited to be there. Like, they're like giddy with joy, including myself. I teach <laughs> classes myself and we are, we're all pretty new at this still. And so we get nerves beforehand mm -hmm. and we just want to make the class that we're teaching proud of us. That's, that's yeah. all we want is to to finish the class and say, did they love it? Did did what did it live up to the expectation that they were hoping it would? Yeah. And so when people leave um, the in-person classes, just like how they email you compliments, they'll leave the in-person classes. And the biggest compliment um, I think that we receive is, I love this class, or mm -hmm. I will come back. Mm -hmm. And uh, this was what I needed this week, is what some people say. And that just makes, it makes my whole world. You can tell by your face how proud like, you are of, of the, the instructors and the people and the, the I don't want to say staff because they're all independent instructors that you kind of contract with. Team. Your team. Yeah, your team. Your team. Yeah, the team and just the people that you've managed to put together from all different walks of life that they're not all, all those stories are not the same, which I love. And I know we've been trying to get them all into one little thing. Maybe I can go up to Raleigh and we can shoot a day of a whole, everybody just talking like with, I'll have my camera person with me and we'll just record it. I would love that. Cause it'd be like a commercial for you as well. Say, so, Hey, you know, here's an instructor does this, here's an instructor to this, that, you know, cause that way they can talk about 
how they feel about taking a class too as well because people tend to think about how the student thinks but what about the instructor what do they get out of teaching the class besides obviously mon mon monetary value but still they get so much else value you can like the fact that you're helping that one person like for me create a blog it's amazing. I mean, I still have people following up with me afterwards. Like I'm thinking of this name. What do you think about it? Oh, I said, well, wow. go back and search for it. You know, how are you doing? And I mean, and I've watched some people on Instagram that already have their following. And I'm like, you've already got a social media following. You can convert that very easy into your blog following as well. So that's the biggest thing is I like to empower and encourage others. And I think that's where we both align because you like to empower and encourage others as well. We're definitely like-minded when it comes to that. I went in Joy Ready to be a, a space that wasn't just good for the person taking the class, but was mutually good for the people teaching and the people who were taking the courses. Um, coming from a corporate environment, I don't think that I had much of that connection with my corporate environment like mm -hmm. I do with my team now. It's really amazing to see what you can make and what you can do for everyone involved when you have so much connection with people that are working with you and then that spreads on to the people that they teach. It's, it's pretty amazing. The things that I've seen happen and the friendships that I've seen come out of this. I mean, we've had uh, photographers come and photograph that have just wanted to build their portfolios and they've connected with people after the event and gotten jobs from it. We've had people come and get job offers on the spot um, to host private events. It's been it's been really amazing just to see the community outreach for some of the, the teammates that I have and um, how much their businesses have been growing because of it. I mean, it's amazing. I mean, just like I said, you weren't even on my radar. Now I watch all the things. Now you're like, oh, my notifications all the time. Joy with you, joy with you. And I'm like, it's amazing what you've, you've accomplished and what you've done with, the, like you said, a great team. Because I don't think you would have accomplished as much as you did if you didn't have the great instructors that you have. No, there, there are some amazing women out there. Can I name drop for just Go a for minute? It. Go for it. <laughs> name drop all the women you want. If you are not following at Bella Ruth Co on Instagram, um, it's her name is Kat. She does macrame. Um, we have Stacy of Usu Candles. It's USU Candle Company. Um, she makes homemade candles that tell a story. So if you come to a candle making class, you get to create your signature candle. Um, we have Raleigh Cheesy who does charcuterie design. Uh, she's amazing as at Raleigh Cheesy and so many others. If you go and you follow at Joyworthy Co on Instagram and you click on the highlight called team, you can follow all of these guys. And uh, I got to tell you, there are some really, really phenomenal women who are putting their heart and souls into teaching these courses. Uh, Melissa included. Uh, you're just a wonderful soul. And I think that the community needs more of this. We are having next Sunday a women's meetup and it's going to be a free class. It's donation only. So only pay as much as you can. Or if you don't pay at all, it's totally fine. It's a chance for like-minded women uh, like me and you to just meet up and support each other and give each other uh, maybe some advice or the things that we need right now. Maybe you just need to vent. 
Like whatever it is, have a coffee. It's going to be at the Optimus Raleigh. It's a local husband and wife owned coffee shop. They are the sweetest people. And uh, we're just going to relax on some rugs and pillows in the back, drink our coffee and have a chat. I just love that. And see, you're already creating a community for women that doesn't cost a thing as well. You're, you're balancing it out. You're giving back, but you're also earning money. So you're balancing out for what women need. If I could do this for free, I would. Yeah, I, have to, <laughs> I, have to, I have to create some sort of uh, life for my son. Otherwise, I would probably be some sort of hippie that just did all of this for free. Uh, it's hilarious, but I've had a couple of the people that I work with um, that teach classes with me tell me that I need to value myself and my time more. Um, because I really, I, I wasn't taking very much from the classes at all at first. Um, not even enough to live on actually. Um, and I, I was a little stressed out about it. And one of them pulled me aside and she had some real talk with me. I won't tell you which one it was, but she had some real talk with me. And she said, listen, she said, I know right now you are struggling and you don't have to. She said, what you do is valuable. Mm -hmm. And uh, I needed that. I needed that a lot because honestly, I, I want to create such a community that's so, I'm so passionate about it that sometimes I forget that I'm involved in it and that yeah. <laughs> I'm a part of it. So let's talk about the business side of Joan Worthy then because yeah. basically it's you, right? It's me. Hi. <laughs> so, so you have to work on, work with all these instructors to get them scheduled out yes some of them are in person you have to work out the locations as well right so the vendors at uh, the vendor locations are just as amazing i try to choose all family run or locally owned businesses to work out of i try not to use any type of corporation and so everything is community-based we have um, local wine shops, uh, bottles and cans out of Cary is awesome. We have a local coffee shop that I just mentioned, the Optimus Raleigh. And then we have a community space in downtown called the Loading Dock. And I got to tell you, those people there are the most wonderful, kindest people I've ever met. They gave me a discount um, during COVID. And if I hadn't have had it, Joy Worthy Co. probably wouldn't have made it. Mm. And uh, like, seriously, I'll, I'll get teary just talking about it. But they just, they have been really, really good to me. And uh, they've never questioned me bringing Hudson with me. Uh, they just accept him with open arms. Or if I have a lot of instructors I have interviews with, I encourage them to bring their kids because they might not have a babysitter or they feel like they don't have the time because they have to find a babysitter. And so we've had working moms pump. In the office, we've had working moms bring the babies in, and uh, everyone's just really supportive of it. Not only are they supportive, but they come up and they say, "Oh my God, what a beautiful baby!" And they're just they're happy that we're there. So I, I have a lot of great things to say about the spaces I've been working out of. They're amazing. And you mentioned that you interview instructors. That's kind of cool. So what what's the kind of the interview process goes on? Because I think I don't think I had an interview process. I think you just said, hey. And I'm like, okay. <laughs> so I kind of knew I really liked you already. Oh, okay. <laughs> but uh, I do interview a lot of the instructors. Um, it, takes, it takes a big personality 
to command a classroom mm -hmm. and um, deciding what you want, you can do the class a lot of different ways. Like if you have a product and you're just not ready to stand in front of a whole group of people and talk about it, I will take whatever it is and I'll instruct for you. Mm -hmm. So we talk about that a lot. We talk about whether, you know, if they are, you know, comfortable in front of a room and they just like are loving the energy and they want to dance the, and I meet them in person, I'm like, okay, I don't need to teach this. You, you got to teach this because you like have this energy fire. But sometimes it's not always the case and that's okay. I want everyone to feel like they have a place. And so the meeting is never to say like, yes, you're in, no, you're not. Cause it's not like a club. It, it's they're always in it's just deciding what is best like do you, do you want to teach by yourself do you want some support behind the scenes do you want me to be there in the hallway because I will be I'll be in the hallway waiting like in case like something you know they get tripped up and then I'll come in and I'll be like hey guys and we'll just we'll do something else for a minute and they can gather their thoughts and then go back to teaching because sometimes the first time you stand in front of a room, even though it's maybe 12 to 20 people, it can be a little weird and unnerving to put yourself out there. So the interviews are not really, I call them interviews, but it's more of like a brainstorming session to decide how you want to go about things. What What's best for you? More like a meshing of minds and feeding off each other's energy as well to see if you, you know, if things are going like like you said, if people should be the one behind the scenes or should they be in front of the scenes? Exactly. And where they're most comfortable, because it's all about them. Whatever makes them happy is where I want them to be. But, you know, if you're standing in front of a room of people and you really didn't want to and you're sweating and your your clothes are wet and you feel bad, you probably don't want to come back and teach. <laughs> so I We'll take the product and we'll do it together. So it's a little, it's a little less unnerving that way. Because I know I, if I go on an interview, Melissa, if I ever go on an interview, like a real job interview, I'm so nervous. I sweat. I freaked out. I get in the car. I'm like hyperventilating. I like want to catch my breath. But if I'm in front of a classroom, it's so different because it's a, uh, I think it's something I'm passionate about and there's no one at the end of the class to say, okay, you got the job or you didn't like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's right. like, whoo. Okay. You're like, okay, this, this class didn't click, but next class is going to be better. Or, okay. I really like this, but I'm going to change it. We always, as instructors too, I will say, okay. we always change the way we teach each time too. We never teach the same way twice. Well, I think you find things that people respond to and you're like, oh, they liked that. We should do more of that and less of this. Mm -hmm. Or people will kind of point something out and say, oh, I didn't really love that part. And you'll be like, okay, I don't want to do it anymore. <laughs> so I noticed uh, on your, I think it was Facebook, that you were looking for instructors. Are you still, are you always looking for instructors? Are you always, always looking for so instructors? the idea, I'm sorry. I, I like cut you off at the end. No, continue, continue. <laughs> you were answering it. <laughs> so the idea is that we will forever be looking for instructors. Like there's always something out there that's new and exciting to learn. There's always a skill or a craft. 
Um, there's an artist who can be sharing uh, their talent with us. So we're looking for local artists, makers, and talent, uh, small business owners in the Raleigh and extending area. Because I know you're you're a little farther away yeah. than Raleigh. Yeah, I'm about an hour out. So. so yeah, virtual classes, it could be even farther than the Raleigh area. But we're always looking for new people to come and join us. And uh, there's no rule that it just has to be women. It's just turned out that there's a lot of wonderful, empowered women who want to teach these classes. So, so far, we have a team of only ladies. And I also love the fact that virtually, you allowed me to do virtually because the classes, it was easier. But you're also opening up yourself to a whole new market because the last class, we had somebody from Pennsylvania join, remember? I know, I know. So I teach, I started teaching virtual classes too, just a few. So I teach virtual team builders to local corporations. Um, I do a thing called Let's Be a Kid Again. And you literally get to be a kid online for the day. I send you a box of everything you need. And you get to learn about your teammates through this team builder. And we had our first person from Australia join in. Wow. And I was like, what? What? So we, we sent kids to Australia and they joined in. And I, I got to tell you, it, it was the best thing ever. I love the accents. I loved everything about it. But I was like, Australia, we're going global, baby. <laughs> make you feel good because, you know, you're not, you know, your audience is not just Raleigh, Durham and surrounding areas now. It's going expanding. I know. It's a, it's a little unnerving, but very exciting, too. I can't wait to see what the future holds and how big this is going to get. Um, hopefully it keeps going in this direction and we add other countries into the mix soon. So that would brings me to the next question. What's up next for Joyworthy? Oh my gosh. So uh, we're hoping that we can expand to do classes um, in Asheville next. Ooh. So a uh, big art town, lots of things to do, um, lots of tourist attractions. So I think Joyworthy Co. would fit right in. Um, not there yet, but um, hopefully expanding to other cities is the next step. Wow, that is so cool. I love that. Yeah, I'm very excited. Do you like Asheville? Have you been? Yes, I love the mountains. I love anything the mountains. And so, yeah, that would that's such that would be such a cool city. Or if you can put those around App State and apps around App State too, you might have college students that want to teach the classes. Oh, we may need a brainstorming session after this. So you yeah. need to keep this going. Yeah. So uh, one other thing that I want to mention that is um, has been part of the the idea from the beginning, but we didn't. I didn't do it at first because of COVID is that we're going to start adding childcare to a lot of the classes. So kids can come and they can take an art class, an arts and crafts class outside of where the parents are having their class. And that way, whatever workshop you go to for like a date night or girls night, you don't have to worry about where your kids are at. They're safe. They're in the building. They're taking a class right down the hall. You can check in on them, but they're not there at the event with you. Um, and it's great because instructors, if they're teaching a class, will be able to bring their kids too. So just like Hudson is with me, uh, those teachers can have their kids there. And um, I think it's really important for women, um, men and women, really, 
to be able to have their kids with them and know they're safe and that they're happy even when they're fulfilling whatever need it is they have. I love how you're already trying to fill a need for women that, you know, might not necessarily be able to find childcare. So they're not going out to an event. So I love that. I have been that mama and still am in many, many situations. And so um, coming from my own life perspective, I find it so helpful when I have childcare readily available and I know that it's, it's childcare I can trust. Okay. There's literally, there's probably less than a handful of people that I want Hudson to be with and trust them with, um, with him. And so having, you know, a certified caregiver that CPR trained and that is also talented as an artist to be able to like take care of my child for the two hours where I get to go on a date. Yeah, for everybody. Tell me about it. So is there one last nugget that you can share with us before we hop off? So our time's almost ending. Okay. Um, I don't know, Melissa, we covered everything. Is there anything you want me to share? Just just the best way to be able to support small businesses in the area um, is to follow them on social media, uh, attend a class, see if you love it. I guarantee that you will. Um, they're, they're so fulfilling. You get to meet new people. You get to try new things. It makes a great girls' night or a date night. And, I mean, you get to hang out with cool people like me and Melissa. What could be better? Yeah. And where can people find you at? So they can find me at youarejoyworthy.com and that is our website that has all of the classes on it the about for joyworthy a photo gallery and then also we have an instagram and it's www.instagram.com slash joyworthyco or you can just type joyworthyco in the um, bar at the top make it easy on yourself and on facebook we're joyworthyco as well all right. Thank you so much for having me. Thank you, Lauren, for being on. And most of all, thank you for believing in me and giving me a chance to teach for you. I honestly, like I said, that's you've empowered me so much as well. So thank you so much for that. Well, girl, you were awesome. You were cool and- before I ever met you. <laughs> <laughs> we just we had some twist of fate in our life that brought us me and you together. I couldn't be happier with the way it turned out. Yep. So like I said, Lauren, thank you so much. And like I said, thank you for believing in me. And I think you believe in all your students as well as all your instructors as well, just by listening to you talk. I definitely do. Um, it's, it's really nice to work with inspiring women every single day. You guys give me motivation to keep doing this. Yep. So Once again, I want to thank Lauren for being on. And guys, we will see you on the next chat from the blog cabin. Bye. Y'all, I could sit and talk to Lauren all day long. We have not even yet met face to face. The story of how we met was basically like we said, like I said on the show is that she slipped into my dms on instagram i wasn't even following her wasn't even aware of her of her business and she asked me to teach a class 
And I was like, sure, because this was something that I was looking to do anyways, professionally. So I'm like, this is really great. So Lauren is such a joy to work with, to work for. She is so amazing. And I really enjoy working for her and everything that she has to offer. So I really hope you enjoyed this episode. Please, if you enjoy this, I thank you so much for being part of the podcast family. Please like, leave a review, or rating, or subscribe. And if you're on YouTube, subscribe as well because it helps me out as well. Um, Once again, thank you for being part of the podcast family. I hope you have a blessed day. And remember, keep chatting.